I always have this feeling that this is not us doing something. This is not us doing something right. This is us just being used by Almighty God. And, and He's doing all of this when Jesus enters their lives. His name is Viktor Oktarov, and God is giving him a front row seat to what is happening spiritually in the lives of people all over Russia, Ukraine, and many other countries. Welcome to First Person. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and I welcome Victor back to our program for an update on the ministry of the Far East Broadcasting Company in Eurasia. What seemed on the surface to be a setback for the ministry has actually resulted in reaching even more people with the gospel, and Victor will explain in a moment. Telling these stories each week on First Person is Our Joy, and I appreciate your time as you listen either on radio or through our podcast. We're online at firstpersoninterview.com. Viktor Oktarov is the Russian ministry's director for FEBC, actually responsible for several countries. But when the Russian government took away some broadcast licenses, FEBC went online. Now, together, radio where possible and internet programs are seeing unprecedented increases in listenership and in ministry. And it all began, as Victor says, just after World War II. Yeah, we started broadcasting to Russia in 1947, uh, I believe, from, uh, from the Philippines. And, uh, of course, in those first years, not, not many people responded. And uh, we, we, we thought that hardly anybody is listening and... Uh, of course, uh, I wasn't uh, there <laughs> at that time, no. 1947. But uh, I was I was serving under uh, an old old missionary who who started uh, in 1940s and said it was so discouraging and we had to have so much faith that people are listening. And then when thousands and thousands of responses uh, started to come when Soviet Union um, disintegrated and people wrote amazing stories. I still have some of those stories with me in, in those envelopes, how people listened for years uh, to FEBC shortwave broadcasts and became Christians. And some of them went to prisons. Some of them went to psychiatric hospitals. One uh, man, his name is Boris. Uh, I, I still have his picture, uh, bearded man. And he said, I spent several years in psychiatric hospital because of my faith. And I never felt sorry that I listened to the radio and became a Christian and went through all these trials and never felt sorry that I followed Jesus Christ. Hmm. Wow. Now, uh, new developments, of course, have come into play in Russia as far as uh, FEBC is concerned. But are the broadcasts still being beamed in via shortwave? No, no. We are using all the new technologies that are available to us. Okay. And even the uh, medium ways. Uh, we uh, used to broadcast in Russia in two biggest cities of Russia, in Moscow and St. Petersburg, AM broadcasting. Uh, and uh, it was kind of fading out, and we were planning and sitting together and um, making the strategy to get out of this and go uh, on the Internet in maybe five years. And then the Russian government just uh, abruptly discontinued our license to broadcast. And we have to now use all these new technologies. And this is so mm -hmm. exciting to see what God is doing. He kind of 
pushes us ahead and yeah. uh, and we have no choice but to innovate and to use everything that's that's out there and we see amazing amazing response from from the russian people yeah i want to talk about that response in a moment but uh, as i understand it um the government declined to allow us to continue broadcasting on am stations or medium wave as you call it and yet at the same time, uh, still allows the Internet to be used. And so tell me about the programming. What, what, uh, what part of the country of Russia itself is reached by FEBC? Well, of course, we are everywhere. I mean, when we say Internet, we, we say, you know, so many different online networks that we are using. We start from Facebook to uh, Russian kind of Facebook to uh, different, several different social uh, networks. Um, it is... Now, you know, we did some studies and saw where people are on the internet in Russia. And uh, most of them are in social networks. They don't go to websites anymore. They are just there to talk with their friends, belong to some group and, you know, uh, some interest groups. And we decided to go there as close to the listener as mm -hmm. possible. So we are, and the person opens um, their Facebook account and they see us. We are there. They don't need to go anywhere else. That's why we have so many, so many responses. It is easy to respond. They just type a response and ask a question and share a story. And uh, so it is very, very close to the listener. And that has been a FBC motto for, uh, for years, since the very beginning, as close to the listener as possible, as clear presentation of the gospel as possible, uh, as culturally appropriate as possible. And this is what is going on in Russia now. Well, you are really leading the way in many ways, Victor, and, and uh, it's so exciting. Now, uh, before I ask you about the response you're getting, let's talk about the, the types of things you're doing uh, on social media, what is it? Bible teaching? What what is it? Well, we we have Bible teaching programs, um, and uh, what we are trying to do, for example, we uh, we broadcast um, Dr. McGee's um, program, uh, the Russian version of it, and we adapt the Russian version to the Russian listeners. We do an introduction, uh, we do a post program discussion, and so many people respond because they they feel that they uh, are. The, the target of this. We have some uh, good preaching on the programs and uh, at the same time we have one gentleman who um, invites uh, people who never read the Bible, students from local universities. They come and they read the Bible together with this host and uh, they are reading the Bible for the first time in their lives mm -hmm. and they discover so many new things and, and, and we discover so many new things about the Bible and they ask uh, very difficult questions sometimes. You know, when you read about the life of Abraham and the way he treated his wife, for example, you know, and they say, what, this, this is the father of faith? And, and we start the conversation there. We're uh, again very close to the listeners. We invite them into our studios. And we study the Bible, and people are fascinated by it. Uh, sometimes those students come out crying. I, I saw one lady, uh, I was coming into the studio, and she was coming out, and, and, she, and she, she's, uh, she's crying. She doesn't know. Uh, she was kind of embarrassed. She looked at me and walked right through. Uh, the uh, impact of the Word of God is, is so amazing. And, of course, the same thing uh, goes for, for the listeners who are uh, most of them, uh, most of the Russian uh, listeners and Russian people never read the Bible, and they are listening to those, to those discussions. 
and uh, and they are amazing. They are responding in, in wonderful ways. Victor, do you have any estimation of how many listeners in Russia are being impacted by FEBC? Well, we we know that, uh, of course, when when you do the ministry online, you you see exactly how many listeners you have, so you don't have to estimate anymore. Uh, last month, we had. 2.2 million listeners. Oh, Those goodness. are real people who listen to us, and we are excited about that, and uh, to say the least, you know. And it is, uh, when it is, it is amazing. You know, when when a couple of years ago, year and a half, our stations were shut down, we we were worried. We did not know what what would happen. How fast will we be able to rebuild the audience? And today, as we see people uh, responding and people listening, and when you do a broadcast and, and you realize that more than a million people listen to you right now, uh, it does something to you. You know, you, you feel this sense of responsibility and, and you feel this sense of excitement as you share the good news. And you mentioned, you know, what kind of programs we do. We do, of course, not only Bible study. We do one of the most successful programs that we do is uh, is the program for families, how to build a family, mm. how to behave in the family, you know, what are the roles of husband and wife. Nobody in Russia talks about that. And we get so many stories from, from listeners when they say, why is nobody else talking about that? Just just you Christians. And we don't mind. We we talk about those issues because the Bible talks about those issues. And I, I was talking this morning to our program director from St. Petersburg, and I said, you know, I'll be doing this interview with Wayne. Give me uh, a testimony that came in today. And he said one, one young lady who is about to get married, she... Uh, she emailed us and said, uh, I'm building my family uh, on biblical foundation, even though I never read the Bible, but I listen to your uh, family program every day. And uh, we get a lot of responses like that. Hmm. Victor, I want to amplify what you said a few moments ago. 2.2 million people are using the the uh, material, the programming online from FEBC that is astounding that you're having that kind of reach, and it's reaching into all corners of Russia, huh? It does, it does. And we get response from uh, northern parts of Russia, from Siberia, from uh, from the western parts of Russia. A lot of response uh, comes from big cities that we were uh, never really been able to reach, uh, like Novosibirsk, like Krasnoyarsk, those big million-plus population cities in Siberia, and people are just hungry for something healthy. Uh, and I'm just quoting uh, people, you know, they, they're saying very often they don't use Christian phrases that we describe our programs um, uh, by, but but they say something healthy, something living, something real. And this this is what attracts people, because we talk about real issues, uh, and uh, we bring the good news. And, and people hear that too, and they say, you know, you are um, you are talking about real life, but but you're uh, positive, you, you're giving us some something that uplifts us. And and so many people become Christians uh, as they continue to listen. Hmm. Victor, as you know, I've met some of the staff in Russia who are accomplishing all this, but how many people work on this? Uh, it's a difficult question for me always. I I never know how many people uh, do, do we have. We have just, just maybe uh, five uh, full-time people who are not only broadcasters, but but doing all the organizational work. And most of the people who come uh, and do the programs for us are volunteers. Okay. Uh, Russians cannot support us financially uh, that much, but people 
really want to minister to their countrymen. And that's why uh, people who come, they volunteer their time. Um, like this pastor in Moscow has a um, great successful church, but he comes two times uh, a week uh, to do a family program. He's a psychologist by training, which helps him, you know, when you say you're a psychologist on the radio, people start listening to you. But he presents the biblical, the biblical foundation for the family, and he does it uh, two times a week as a volunteer. And it's people like that who are uh, making this all possible. We'll continue talking with Viktor Oktorov about Russia and Ukraine, coming up on First Person. This program is listener-supported through your support of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Ed Cannon of FEBC with a word of thanks for your prayerful support of what God is doing through radio and media in many countries. For video stories and scripture that will encourage your heart for the gospel, Please sign up for our 30-day devotional at firstpersoninterview.com. There's no obligation, and you'll be amazed at what you learn. Go to firstpersoninterview.com. My guest is Victor Oktorov. Victor is the Far East Broadcasting Company Director of uh, Russia and Ukraine Activity. And uh, we've been talking about Russia thus far, Victor. I want to talk about Ukraine as well. But let me, let me stay on Russia for just a moment. You mentioned the, the millions of people who are reached and respond and the relatively few staff that you have um, and that Russians are not able to financially support this. How, how is it underwritten then? Well, we, we get a lot of support um, from, uh, from the Christians in, in the States and in Canada, people who feel that this is important to um, make sure that we are reaching Russia, especially today. As you know, Wayne, and the, and the country is kind of going backwards uh, from, from the freedoms that we had in, in the past few years. And um, just, just in the past uh, year, Evangelical churches had about two, two, 20,000 inspections from the government, and they have this new anti-missionary law. Mm. And in the beginning, that uh, you know, the government was trying to calm us down as evangelicals, saying this is against Muslim extremists. And a year later, we have 20,000 inspections of evangelical churches and missions. And uh, as far as I know, zero inspections of, of Muslim extremists. So, so we are dealing with this very difficult, very tough situation, very difficult politically. Uh, the elections, presidential elections are coming in Russia in, uh, in uh, 2018, and everybody is worried. Everybody is trying uh, on the edge, you know, politically. And that affects us. Mm. Uh, that affects the church. And that's why... God chosen this time uh, so we can use internet, which is still free in Russia, uh, so we can reach so many people for Christ in these difficult circumstances. Yes, you know of our prayers and support for what you're doing, and we'll specifically pray that the internet remain open for FEBC's outreach there in Russia. Victor, let's also talk about Ukraine. Um, this is a country, again, that I have visited and f- have close ties with in many ways, and I just feel a great love for the people of Ukraine. And it's pretty exciting to hear that the Far East Broadcasting Company now has been establishing Christian radio stations in Ukraine, actual broadcast stations. Yes, and uh, we got open doors for us uh, about four years ago when we just opened uh, the first station 
a FBC station in Ukraine. And by God's providence, we opened the station right in the city where the war um, began, um, where this uprising began. It is uh, just mind-blowing to see, you know, God's plan in action. And we were able uh, and still are able to minister to people who are hurting, who are going through very difficult times, who lost their relatives and then their, their friends, um, their brothers, sisters to this uh, senseless war. Mm. You know, we talk about political changes and chaos and, and, and killings and war and all of this. And in this past Three years, we opened four more stations, four more stations where we are broadcasting the gospel. One of them is in Odessa, uh, the third largest city in Ukraine. And we will open two more. And we just received the license uh, last month to open two more stations. And um, we are just still coping with this. You know, God is opening doors almost faster than we can mm. we can go through them. Mm. Another kind of revolution is kind of brewing right now. As I, I, I was talking to our um, board chair and he's saying uh, that situation in Kiev is, is very uh, difficult today. Nobody knows what the future will bring, but we know that God will continue to work and reach people in Ukraine for, for Jesus Christ. How do you account for the uh, the openness to establish these radio stations? The government must look upon FEBC very favorably. Uh, yeah, you know, one one of the stations since we opened our first station, and um, in this city nearby, uh, a general is in charge of the city because it's it's this war situation. And um, the government came to him and said, "Well, we can open a station. You you get to choose which kind of station you want. You want music news. You want army radio or or something else." <laughs> And he looked at them and said, uh, you know what, I want this this uh, different radio station I heard when I was stationed in different city. And my soldiers used to listen to, to this. And they really? received hope. <laughs> wow. They received love. They, they were so impacted by this station. I wasn't the station. And we opened another station in that city. That's, that's how God is working. You know, it's... Um, and, and people uh, who are in those difficult circumstances, you know, soldiers uh, and, and people who are displaced, who lost their houses, they, they want hope. They need hope desperately. And we provide that. So the government is, is helping us in that. And it is amazing to see how, uh, how God brings the right people uh, to meet with us. Uh, you know, sometimes you you try to to go to the government and find some kind of connection to promote your station, your ministry. What is happening in Ukraine is the other way around. They find us, yeah. they come to <laughs> us, and and we are just amazed. You know, we just stand there, and and like God, whatever you are doing, we are <laughs> grateful, uh, and we are moving moving <laughs> forward. I love that story of that general asking for the kind of station he heard from FEBC. Uh, that's incredible. What What are the listeners saying? What What kind of uh, feedback are you getting to the broadcast? Well, um, amazing, amazing, and and so many uh, of the stories are. Um, they're like very, very similar. When when you have millions of listeners, and thousands of stories come in, uh, and um, one one uh, man was, uh, and I I got this testimony yesterday was uh, was uh, so desperate for 
hope uh, for real life. And and he has a family, you know, three kids. And and he uh, says, I uh, I was so hopeless, so lost. I I wanted to uh, to kill myself. I was uh, he said just decided to go fishing. I wanted to to stay there in, in on on that lake and just kill myself. And he said, as I was in this little bus, it's like a taxi for maybe twelve people. And he said. Uh, the driver was playing your programs and somebody was saying on the program that your body doesn't really belong to you, it belongs to God. And he said, I was sitting there and I, I felt God talking to me directly. Mm. He said, you know, I came back from from this fishing experience and and talked to my family and, and shared, you know, what, what is going on in my life that I'm desperate for something new, some, something real. And he said, my son began talking to me and said, uh, I feel the same way. I was considering suicide. Mm. And he said, we we suddenly, you know, had this great connection in pain and in hope with my son. And and they started praying uh, right that evening. And then he called the radio station, shared the story, and we're leading him to, uh, to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And this is just just one example of thousands of how people are impacted by radio, how God uh, uses radio to have these uh, real miracles, you know, personal miracles in the lives of people when when Jesus enters their lives. And hmm. uh, one, one statistic that, that I, I just learned uh, recently, I received this video testimony from uh, from a gentleman in, in Ukraine who is who is recovering from uh, from drug use and uh, and and he he is sharing his story how FBC impacted him and how he's growing in faith because because of uh, FBC and um, I talked to uh, our people and they said uh, do you know that about a thousand people died in Ukraine last month because of drug use we talk about war we talk about politics but the real tragedy is there young people of Ukraine are dying because of this and drugs is not just drugs it, it's the lack of hope lack of vision for their lives uh, lack of opportunity to to become um, the human beings that they want to to become uh, to have a purpose in their life and we are providing that and as as the ministry in Ukraine is growing we get more and more testimonies from from those people who are desperate who are uh, on the brink of using drugs and just just wasting their lives uh, just dying in in three to five years and and they uh, come back to life and they come back to christ and it is exciting to see to read and to hear those testimonies yeah it the need is great and we're so excited to hear how god is raising up these radio stations in ukraine victor we have just a minute left but Victor, Christmas is not far away. Do you have special plans for programs during the Christmas season? Yes, Wayne, it is a special time of the year. And my personal passion is to reach Russian Ukrainian children. And this Christmas, we are doing several special projects for them. And I ask for your listeners' specific prayers for that, to reach Russian and Ukrainian children for Jesus Christ. I hope you will add this outreach to your prayers this Christmas season. Our guest has been Viktor Oktarov, Russian Ministries Director for the Far East Broadcasting Company. It's amazing how the door for FEBC's programs remains open, especially in Russia, and we want to do everything we can to support them in prayer and with our giving. 
And as you heard, the Ukrainian government has been extremely cooperative in allowing new radio stations. So let's also pray for the staff who are doing all they can to reach Ukrainian people with the gospel. If you'd like to learn more about FEBC, please visit our website, firstpersoninterview.com. There you can sign up for a free 30-day online devotional, which you'll receive via email. Sign up at firstpersoninterview.com. And Merry Christmas to you. Now, with thanks to my friend and producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us next time for First Person. First Person.